Hero Squad! Special. It, oh my god, it's recording? It's oh recording. No. Oh my god! So, for those of you who are listening to this, you're wondering, what the hell is the Euro Squad special? Well, throughout the uh, Mr. Thrive Stars of Tomorrow podcast, uh, we... I have, a, I have alluded to my travels on multiple occasions to the point where people ask me about who are these guys? Who are these mystery guys? I interviewed one of the guys and actually had a guest co-host with Josh here uh, as well. So uh, Nick and Josh are on this podcast, but also Dylan Weiss is on this podcast. So we have the full quadruple quad, quad the whole the whole quad i don't the know quad squad and as quad you can squad. tell by the way like this is totally an uh, like an unplanned like unscripted episode we are just going to kind of go off the cuff and talk about our crazy stories all the shit we went through all the all the ridiculousness uh uh nick want uh, dylan wants us to commit to accents uh so i could try my russian accent but <laughs> Okay, I'm getting out of it right now. <laughs> but uh, I'm going to give the guys an opportunity to introduce themselves. Let's start with Josh, who was the guest co-host with Nick's episode. Um, all right, so I'm Josh Miller. I'm 26. I may sound like I'm 13. Um, I'm actually going to have a birthday next Saturday, so all you better wish me a happy birthday. Um, I am a uh, behavioral therapist. I work with kids who have autism and I love my job and I've been doing it for four years and uh, I went to Europe with these hooligans. So I'm excited to share all the stories and sleep talking uh, experiences that I don't recall, but I'm sure they did happen with all of you. So stay tuned. That is true. We could have absolutely made it up. And then we're going to go ahead and uh, have Nick introduce himself, who is a, a guest on the same podcast that uh, Josh guest oh, co-hosted. I'm lightheaded. Up. That made... Um, yeah, I, I'm glad to be back. Uh, I'm Nick. For those who have not listened to my podcast, shame on you. Um, I am... Do we do we have to list ages? Is this a thing? No, we, I'm, you're, for, I'm, you're 14. I'm also 26 <laughs> years old, <laughs> and I'm ready to part. No, I uh, I I'm in I'm in the film industry. I work at Netflix currently, uh, writer director one day, and yeah, I'm excited to. I, I know we got into it a little bit in uh, my last podcast, but we wanted to make a we wanted to record a full one to for for the people. Because apparently we're we're uh, we're very famous and people want to hear our opinions about Europe, so I'm excited. It should be fun. Excellent. And last but not least, Dylan Weiss, take it away. Uh, hi, I'm Rod, and uh, I like to party. <laughs> you like to party. <laughs> uh, I'm Dylan Weiss. Uh, I am, I guess, 26 years old as well. Uh, <laughs> since, since we're doing that. Uh, I am a uh, current student at Berkeley College of Music. I am a producer, engineer, and musician. And yeah, that that that's me. Well, that sums it up. Um, I'm the baby of the group. I'm 25, and uh, now we're all caught up on our ages. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> let's get this show on the road. Uh, I think Dylan. Right before this interview started, we were gonna pull up all the times Josh sleep talked. Okay. We got to talk Ooh, about yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. That's kind of, that's kind of a staple amongst Nick's coffee corner for sure. Oh yeah. Yo, you know what I we should do? Pull up those videos so I can uh, remind you know myself some do? of those reviews. 
we should we should list a, uh, something a line that Josh has read while sleeping every like ten minutes. So just okay. new, I'll, I'll just or like every like out. or like every five minutes we'll just like, go into a new line. <laughs> I'll, I'll just interview uh, interrupt whoever is speaking and just scream out whatever. Yeah, 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 I see yeah. First, like off the top. The of my first head, you one know? you see. I like that. That's a good. Can't vote for any random ass hotel. Check the dates. Yes. <laughs> damn it! You said my favorite one. God. Damn oh, it. sorry. <laughs> There's well, more. We're still there's there's some, some more. We're yeah. still going to talk about it. There, um, there's definitely been some good ones. Oh, man. So many. Hit us, right. hit, hit us with your top, Dylan. Let's get us started. Yeah. Ooh, okay. Okay. Let's see here. I think the uh, – well, obviously, this one's not really sleep talking, but still one of my favorites was uh, super quick, just Josh falling out of bed while sleeping. I think that was <laughs> Rome. I think he just kind of rolled over and just fell out of the bed. And – I know it's not sleep talking, but that's still one of the funniest ones to me because it's just, it's something you don't really think of happening for real. You know, you don't think of it actually ever really happening. Yeah. But Josh, Josh managed to pull that one off. Yeah. That's a hard, that's a hard feat to accomplish. That's that's like, I I feel like for me, if my, my foot falls off the bed and I'm asleep or my hand, like that little bit is enough to jolt me awake and make me be like, Oh, Whoa, that was close. Your brain brain wakes you up basically telling you you're on the edge of the bed. You better skip over or you're going to (laughs) fall. Me? me, No, I'm, I'm in like level, level 56,000 of sleep. Yeah. Josh is, is is in like the deep inception of his dreams. That's why he sleep talks. The thing about Josh is he's a professional sleeper. It's really impressive. It really is. Any place, anywhere. I'm, actually, I'm, I'm sleeping. I'm actually sleeping right now during this podcast. He's currently asleep. I am in my bed and I'm asleep yeah. and I'm yeah. sleep talking. Sleep talking. Yep. Yeah. It's pretty Very sophisticated way of talking. talking. Actually, forms sentences like you. You can hear yeah. what he's saying, and it, it it might not make sense in the situation that you're in, but they're full sentences. He's having a full conversation. Yeah. Oh he yeah. Doesn't realize it. He's just gonna and wake up and he's it. gonna be like, "Hey, when's the podcast happening? I uh, I was I accidentally <laughs> took a nap." We're gonna be like we 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 recorded four hours, buddy. <laughs> like uh, I've been out that long. Oh shit! Yeah. <laughs> like here's here's an actual quote from him sleeping that uh, just I, I feel right. like this confirms the full conversation Josh is having while sleeping. I I don't remember where this was. It was somewhere in I, I want to say it was Italy somewhere. But Josh is asleep and he just starts going wait 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 wait. How are we gonna get Rachel? Rachel? How are we gonna get her? She gets here at fourteen forty one. Like, so hold on, hold on. who the that hell was, is rachel that so that was that, that was that was in rome probably yeah. in rome because my friend rachel was was currently in rome and we she uh mm. i think wanted to stay with us one night so maybe that was on my mind i guys i i don't know like, i just like how you said 1441 like you were saying the yeah. specific like military yeah. time <laughs> <laughs> I, honestly, that's probably my favorite part oh, of it, the man. 1441. Like, he kept yeah. it so specific. <laughs> oh, and Not just so specific. Good. He went off of a, a, a form of reading a clock that we don't use. Yeah. He went with the military yeah. slash European That's what, yeah. that's what makes reading. it so special is that he literally said <laughs> for, like, no one, no one. <laughs> also, wait, wait, hold on one second. But also, put this in your mind that whatever conversation he had in his dream with Rachel, Rachel in the dream was so specific that it wasn't at 1440 it wasn't a little bit past 1430 it was at 1441 for all we know in the dream there was seconds included in that specific time (laughs) oh man but that's also just like how how just goes to show how stressed like low-key stress we were at times with like catching the train and being on time and 
and oh, the schedules, which is like, like not something you should be. normally be stressed about on a Europe trip. But like we were so because we had like so many mishaps with the train early on in the Europe trip where we were like, we need to be on time. We need to get up early. We need to make sure there's a taxi. So I think not just that, but <laughs> we, we went into this trip with obviously a start date and an end date. And we wanted to get as much as we could in, in those two months. So we did something like nine countries and 22 cities or something like that in two yeah. months. We were doing like two days of city. We were doing a speed run of Europe, essentially. So like, with we the, didn't really get yeah. all that time to really explore every city. So we were trying to cram everything in we yeah. could. So all of this last second planning, trying to fit everything in was just adding right. more stress, trying to keep up with the Google document, the Excel sheet we had, <laughs> you know? The Google doc. I forgot oh, about that. Yeah. I mean, that, the excessive planning in the beginning before. Yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, that just makes me think, you know, in this great movie that we were all characters in, right, for, for their Europe trip experience, that the whole entire timeline was two months, right? There was another character, the fifth character being Eurail. Yeah. Eurail <gasps> was a whole ordeal. Oh, man. It Wait, okay. Rough, so let's. I loved it. Oh, yeah. Eurail was great. But I think we, what, we could, what we could talk about is like how it all started because yeah. like Josh. Josh, Dylan, and I did a week in uh, for Birthright. So we were in Israel, and we had a great time. Uh, and I think the, the issues really started happening on our very last night in Birthright when we were supposed to leave, but we had one of the longest – uh, layovers for any for any flight no, at least at no, that no, I've, or delay, sorry, delay. delay. Complete, yeah my bad it was an awful delay it was like it was like 19 hours total or something like that we like missed an entire we we're supposed to do two days in portugal and we, we had to turn one. into one because right. our our plane was just like nobody would tell us where our plane was they were like it's on its way we're like okay how long they wouldn't give us an eta See, I, I think what they they ended up saying was that it wasn't that the plane wasn't there i think they said the crew didn't show up like the flight oh yeah attendants. like the pilots they, like, weren't they, like, there. went on strike or something yeah yeah they yeah, happened yeah. to be striking our flight right oh yeah. my god and so and so we and i just remember seeing like an angry mob of people just storming <sighs> like the front desk where we were supposed to board our plane asking where like what what's happening like where are we gonna go they wanted to send us back to jerusalem which was like an almost an hour drive away from the airport that we had to leave from so we were a little on the fence we met, we managed to get a, like a, a like <laughs> they housed us in a in a hotel in Tel Aviv for an hour. They were basically like, you have an hour to sleep, and then we're gonna go pick you up to come back to the airport, and we're gonna throw you on that plane. And we still waited like what five six hours for the plane to come back. When yeah, we, it got delayed got, another like I, I think yeah. it was like another seven hours once we got back to the it, airport. So you could have stayed at the hotel. You could have totally. We could have we could have gone like an at, slept, at, like additional instead, five hours. Yeah, it was. Yeah, it was instead awful. we we pulled in all night or hanging out with our friends that were still in Israel or that lived there. <laughs> yeah, they were basically like you might as well them. just stay awake. Like might as well just yeah. go out and we're like oh shit this is gonna bite us in the ass. Yeah, like you're gonna wake up at two thirty or three o'clock in the morning. For it, your ride to pick you up, we're like, we're not going oh, to sleep man. then. And then meanwhile, I the delay. Meanwhile, yeah. though, so you guys were on birthright in Israel. Uh, while you guys were in Israel, I was in the UK with my family in Wales. Yeah. And then I thought with those two nights we were going to have in Portugal, that I was going to meet you guys. And I was going when 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 I got there, I arrived in in Lisbon, Portugal, no problem. And I expected to see you guys that that hostel. And for me, the oh, trip God, didn't start until you guys would arrive. So I was at this hostel, which, brilliant name, the G-Spot Party Hostel. 
Greatest name for a hospital I've <laughs> what ever a heard of. What, what, what was our room again? We were in, I think, Meat Curtain. We the were in the Meat Sheets. Or Meat Sheets or meat something sheets. like that. Which is right wow. across from the Camel Toe. I remember that. Yep. And yeah. <laughs> Whoever found that, Interesting ho- place. that hostel, g- kudos to you. Good job. I, great, great, great start to our Europe trip. <laughs> yeah. We, I just remember getting there and being like feeling so out of place because I was by myself. Yeah. And I'm like, I, I look at all the messages on the WhatsApp. And I'm just like, oh, they're they're not even here. I they're guess I'm late. just gonna go to sleep. I feel so out of place. And like I was yeah. trying to make friends, like these randos. Like the Australians were pretty cool, but like they went on their pub crawl, and I remember like wanting to join them, and I was like, I can't, I, I can't go. My vacation hasn't started. My my trio isn't here yet. Like the other part of my group isn't here. I I feel like I'm cheating on them if I leave without them. So oh shit, I would have gone. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> 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 I didn't know what to go. do. Hell yeah, pub girl. The night we got there. Yeah. No. Oh my god. And that night, uh was that when we lost Josh? That's when we lost Josh. And like night some, one of the entire trip, we lost Josh. Something we've learned early on is that when Josh, when Josh is having a fun time drinking, you kind of just have to let him have a fun time drinking. Don't, don't, don't try to stop him, guys. I, I, right, because quote unquote, I'm an adult and I can make my own decisions. Right. So, <laughs> so we was, learned that very early. Are on. important there. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. That was that was the next day. That was the next day when you guys finally arrived. I remember when you guys finally came. I was so happy. And then that night we did the pub crawl. Yeah. And then Josh back. got drunk no, during no. the pregame. Yeah. So, so Dylan so and I Dylan and I stayed back because we were just beyond tired. But I think Josh was just over everything and he was like, I'm gonna drink. I'm gonna have a good time. We're in Europe. Let's go. Let's do yeah. it. I loved his energy, but I was like, I'm so tired. I'm gonna yeah. I'm gonna pass. I can't. Yeah. Um, Josh at, yeah. Josh called his sister all the way in America to tell me <laughs> to tell her that I had lost him yep. during the pub crawl. I get this angry FaceTime call. Lindsay opens up the call, goes, you lost my brother in Portugal. And I literally turn the FaceTime camera just like eh, like that, like just like a little bit. And he's right behind me, just on some curb talking with some people. I'm like, he's being an asshole. Just ignore him <laughs> being a drunk <laughs> asshole right now. <laughs> Uh, oh man well do you guys remember do you guys do you guys remember that that i mean obviously like you do but like for for the for the listeners out there this pub this uh hostel like we've already mentioned it but it wasn't like any other this hostel was like full on it like it could have also been deemed a strip club because there there were certain things that like they were playing an entire game of jenga where it's like the instead of picking a block and doing something like oh run to someone and like and like slap them in the face no it was like if you pick this block, you have to take off one item of clothing. And then yeah, like, if strip you, right. Strip Jenga. So if you lose the entire game, you, that person who lost or who made the, the Jenga tower topple over would have to run around the hostel streaking naked. And ja- Chaz, Chaz lost one of the games. <laughs> oh, that's right. I did. And he, did you, and did he, you lose on accident or on purpose? No, oh, I, totally straight up, I, I straight up saw him go kick that thing down. No, I'm just kidding. No, no, he's Chaz. He's pulling the, the, the piece out and just smacks it with his hand. He's, he's like, like oh, I thought sorry, I had hand spasm. I thought I had to pull out three blocks, not one. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. No, and then, yeah, so we saw, we saw a very naked Chaz run down. Sorry, mom and dad. We saw a very naked Chaz run down the, the, uh, the hostel. He got, he got his Jenga wish. He did it. He was able to. <laughs> he, he he had a story for P- Portugal, essentially. I totally um, forgot about that. I yeah. think that was so traumatizing. <laughs> I just blocked it out of my memory. And you're totally right. That totally yep. happened. I just, yeah. oh, God. 
Oh, but then yeah. So Portugal, Portugal was like a good, like a a, a decent start to the Europe trip. But almost, then, then almost. Then the next morning. Then happened. Eurail happened. Yeah. And that's and then that's that's when we go into the Eurail story because that was some BS and we were all very much over still, over it. I still have the video somewhere of Chaz's rant at Eurail. Oh, oh god. Yeah. Uh, and then I, I scored him with Gatorade. And then you scored him with Gatorade and Chaz squirts water back at you. <laughs> um and we were already kind of annoyed. So there was me like trying to be like, guys, wait, let, let's not do this because they're just going to kick us out and like ban us yeah. from real now. Like, let's let's chill out for a second. But yeah. I still have that entire rant. Yeah, it was a, it was a great rant. Chaz was, <laughs> if I remember Chaz was correctly, going into it. He was like every, every other word was like, like I was saying fuckball a lot. Fuckball. Yeah. 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 Fuck bleep. These fuckball. <laughs> Don't even know why. And, and I, if I remember correctly, there was a point where you uh, keep in mind, this is like day one of our trip still. <laughs> Yeah. If I remember correctly, Chaz turns to the camera and says, I'm never traveling with any of you guys ever again. You're bad luck. So <laughs> because we had our flight delayed and then the Uriel issue and it's only day one. Yeah. So, but then, but then, no, no, no. Because then after that, we were like, oh shit, how are we going to get from, from Portugal to Madrid? So we booked. I love what happened. Yeah. We didn't have an opportunity. We couldn't stay there another night because we didn't have a hostel. We didn't have a hotel. We didn't have any accommodation. Right. So we had to leave that city. night. We, yeah. we, should, we yeah. should first explain why Eurail wasn't as simple of a possibility, though. We so should explain. Like, remember, just so that way there's some merit. So it's not yeah, just a couple yeah, of guys. Yeah, like, yeah, this, yeah. this is the pro tip. These are the pro tips right here for when we get out of quarantine, you'll be able to travel with ease. You get to listen yeah. to some, some bullshit that we all throw around. But now here are the pro tips. Dylan, take it away. So if you're using your rail, first tip, book your first train about two weeks in advance. Do not wait until day before. You got to do it or day two of. weeks in advance to get set up in the system, get your train. That's what they told us. They did not tell us that beforehand. We found that out the day we were trying to book our train. Yeah. Not knowing we had to do it that in advance. Yep. I think after that, I think you were able to do it like day of, day before, if you were mm-hmm. able to find yeah. a train empty enough. Right. But your first train, you got to do it in advance. It, we were also a little unlucky because like Lisbon to Madrid, there's only one train that mm-hmm. connects the two cities. There's yeah. no, there's not multiple trains. There's no local train options. Just that one national train. So yeah. our options were limited and people had already booked it, you know, like, like Dylan said, weeks in advance. So we thought we would be able to just like our parents had once when they traveled Europe, when our parents traveled Europe and they'd get the URL ticket, it was a hop on hop off ticket for they made a lot of, of time. So easy. They so made it easy. sound like it was the easiest thing. Like you just hop on the train and you're gone. And I'm like, yes, let's do it. But then now it's, you have to make reservations. You have to make yeah. your reservation uh, at least from Lisbon to Madrid a couple weeks in advance, but everywhere else, like the day of, or like the day before, like you have to make that reservation. It's kind of a nightmare. And we dealt with that at blunt force right off the bat. And I remember them telling us, they're like, yeah, you got to book this two weeks in advance. So your only options are take the, basically the Greyhound bus from Lisbon to uh, Oh my God, yeah. And they're like, yeah, it'll be, I think they said 16 or 18 hours on the bus. (laughs) And we were like, is there another option? They're like, you could fly. And so we had to pick between the two. So obviously we chose flying because we're like, oh, it'll only be a quick 
basically LA to Vegas flight. Right? It was it was like an hour, not even an yeah. hour flight. It was yeah. so they. I don't even think they went up all the way to like thirty thousand feet. They they stayed at like fifteen thousand. Like it was just like a whoop, and then the plane was just like gliding, and then we landed. And I was like, that was so but simple. We can't forget the fact that they were out of regular tickets for the flight too. Right. we booked we booked tickets first, and we were like, right. oh, all good. We and we get to the airport, and they're like, oh no, you don't have any tickets. We're like, what the hell? We definitely booked our tickets. They're like, no, it looks like they're canceled. We're like you have to be kidding this is our only way to get there yeah oh and yeah they're like oh well we have that happened we have uh we have first class tickets for you we're like uh okay yeah. and okay no no here's another thing <laughs> is Stressful. that like, like like explaining that to our parents it gave them a heart attack because when you think first class you're like oh fuck like that that ticket is fifteen hundred thousand dollars more than a normal you know business class whatever coach class t- uh ticket in our situation it wasn't a terrible Wasn't price only like increase. Seventy dollars more than the it was only it was only like, like fifty to seventy euros more or something cheap. like yeah. that. It was yeah. very very cheap. Like a two hundred dollar flight and, though, and it, yeah. it was just it's it's unfathomable to our parents because like we were trying to explain to them our situation, and back then for them it was the easiest thing in the world. So they thought we were just fucking around. They thought we were trying <laughs> to take the luxury like, route through Europe, and we're like, no, we wanted to get first class, and we're like, no, we literally have no choice, guys. Like we either take an eighteen hour bus ride. Or we can get there in an hour and go and like check into our hotel and be fine. Like, what do you want us to do? Um, and then it, it turns out like it was just like us and a few other people on the flight too. It was a really, really like it was a small plane. Small plane. There weren't too many people on it. It was very like it was just it was so smooth. So the, the, there were a few perks though. There were some uh, we had Admiral's Lounge was great. Admiral's Lounge was fun. We like and yeah. So like that that's that stuff was good. And then you know so all all in all. A lesson for Eurail is definitely like if you're if you're gonna go the Eurail route, just make sure you know where you're going and when because if you book day of, most likely you're not gonna get a seat, and it, you'd be very lucky to if you did because it didn't work that way for us. Um, so I we did find ourselves a little stressed out trying to like you know like we would get to a new country and then we'd have to like go we to the Eurail station and then go pick up the tickets for the next country even though we haven't even. Uh, uh, experience this country yet so we're like already trying to plan like one it, it kind of limited us even more to how much time we had there because we had to plan right before we even had time to see the yeah. city so it couldn't be a situation where we're like oh we love the city let's stay longer it's like well we already booked our next two trains right yeah but at least so, it gave us ease at mind once we started to enjoy the city that yeah. was the benefit of it you know yeah Although, and like it, like once you get the ticket you're good like you feel fine and you feel like okay like we have our ticket we don't have to really worry until we get to the next uh country but when we landed in madrid Not we thought sailing still. Um, <laughs> oh god <laughs> we thought we thought everything was gonna be fine we thought we were gonna take a taxi go to our hotel just crash because we were all so tired we were all exhausted except Joe's our taxi didn't us. take us to the hotel our taxi stopped about 30 minutes before the hotel and i can't get into this conversation without getting upset so someone else take it away <laughs> so Oh, go yeah. for it. Go for it, Chaz. Oh, okay, I was going to say, the taxi driver at this point says, okay, this is as far as I can take you. And we're like, why? This is in and Madrid. Says, we're, we're already in Madrid. Yeah, we're already in Madrid, and our hotel's in the city center. So we thought, oh, it shouldn't be hard to just get transportation to the city center. Like, it's a, it's a normal day in Spain, right? Like, why would it be a big deal? We weren't even thinking about what's going on. We weren't thinking about the current events. But we, we arrived there, and, and all the taxi driver could tell us was that, there's a party up ahead. We're like, what kind of party takes up the whole entire square? 
Well, as it turns out, we're walking with our heavy bags, each bag weighing about 40 to 60 pounds, right? Per person, right? About that. Yeah. Am I being yeah. a bit dramatic no, we're, and that? We're, yeah. no, and like some of us, some of us had like the travel bags. So we had the huge backpacks. Others had, we also had rolling bags, you know, right. some of, like we had a lot of, cause we, we were going to be there for two months. We had a lot of clothes with us. Um, and yeah, he was basically like, I can't, I cannot go, go any further. You're going to have to walk. It's about a 30 minute. Uh, it's about 30 minutes. De- what did he, did he say? It was he like basically 30, said, no, no, no. He, 30 minutes from there. No. It was, it was not like far. Right he said it was really close. Oh, no, no, no. Yeah, yeah, you're right. He said go, it was literally like three walks down. down. Yeah, 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 go straight down and then turn yeah. left. Yeah. Turn left. Turn left. That was the problem. <laughs> turn left at the so, McDonald's. So from turn one, left. Turn left. Right, right. No. Yeah. Bad. So from what, from what, I, what I remember is when we were, as we were passing each block, I, we started to notice that there were significantly more people per block. It started getting a lot more crowded and a lot more crowded. And we turned left, we did what he said, and we kept going. But what we didn't know is that, you know, we saw people who were wearing, like they, you know, like if you've ever been to Coachella or any like uh, any music festival, that's basically what we saw people wearing and we saw them dancing and we saw them like, so we thought it was just like a block party or something. And then we get to a point where we, like we, we, at that point, I, I felt like we were just pretty much lost. We we're like, I don't know where we're going. Cause there were a lot of barricades around. So we were like, we don't know what's happening. Um, and then we get to like the central courtyard area and there's just like this stage and like all these barricades around the stage and people are dancing, throwing drinks. They're having the time of their lives. And at first we were like, Oh, this is cool. Like they're celebrating right on. And that's when we found out that it was, pride which is the largest pride in the entire like, it's one of the largest prides in the entire world yeah it's one of the largest pride festivals in the entire world i think second down from like israel or brazil or something like that and it was happening the night we got to madrid of course and they don't let anyone pass the checkpoints with large <laughs> bags so right. and our and our hotel is on the other side of the checkpoint with a with right right there right pretty much in the, the middle stage. of the party like it was like right behind the stage it ended up taking us what two and a half two, hours i think of oh, we were over the security hours, yeah. the security guard sent us in circles for two hours like like basically we would try to like go through a certain security block and in broken english the security guards would tell us no, no, you cannot be here. Take a left at McDonald's. <laughs> and that's when it started. Is we pretty much for two hours circled, like went in circles with our heavy 40 to 60 pound bags. Like while well, everyone else is partying because that looked really fun. Like if we were able to put our stuff down and party with them, we would. But we couldn't. We just couldn't. Yeah. yeah. And we were also tired. Like we, we, we had been through the ringer the past couple of days. Like we were, we, we were just kind of over it. So we would keep getting directions from different people, different security guards, different police officers saying, you can't go through here. You have to go around. You have to go around. And so what we thought was going to take like maybe 10 minutes to get to our apart- or our, our hotel, not even ended up taking us what, two hours. It was a little over. It was like two and a half. It was half, like, it, like, we, like we, we added it up and we looked at the clock. We're like, we've been out here for like an hour and a half. Just I think circling we got into the hotel area. at like three in the morning. Yeah. And then I think it got like, and, and we're, we're, I'm, I'm kind of just like speeding through it, but it, it was a lot worse than it sounded. Like we were, we didn't, we had no, like we, at one point, I think we almost lost Josh into a crowd. Cause uh, like, Basically, like, I remember that Josh, like it started getting intense because there was more people each out, like every like half hour we would be there, there'd be more people. And I think Josh went off 
to go, I think he was checking something and I thought we lost him. So we started panicking because like we couldn't communicate with him. What's with Josh and getting lost super early in I every know. city? I know. <laughs> and, then, and then we obviously Not found him. Talent. He was there, but like, we, he, like, obviously there's so many people there. And so we were just, and we finally, like at one point, I think it was like two and a half hours. We were already walking around. We went to one of those security guards that was literally right next to our hotel. And we're like, like we basically broke down. We we're like, look, we are traveling per these bags. We're not here for the party. Can we, and I pointed like, that's our hotel. Can you please just let us through so we can check in? And I think he finally just like, he saw, that was like the third time he saw us, right? Or second time, yeah. whatever. And he was yeah. like, all right, just go for it. It's fine. And we were, we were like, oh man, I was so thankful. We should have like, given that guy a tip. <laughs> no, I mean, like I was on yeah, my Yeah, the knees. tip was, was like, let us in the first time, dude. I know, that's what I was thinking too. I was like, <laughs> why would we lie? Like, why, why would we want to go into a hotel and trash it? No, we're, we're checking in. And we obviously clearly don't speak spanish we're like speaking in english we're like hey you know i, I feel please? like i feel like now that we're at the hotel it's a good time for a another josh quote yes. oh, yeah oh yeah oh, i think this is this is it. Dude, do, do you and, want me to, to to share it or would you like to it's dylan a, it's fitting because it happened in this hotel oh uh, oh i know what you're oh, oh basically this is a good one. I think it's one of the worst, like for Dylan. It, Poor it's, Dylan. It, it was brutal for me. No one else. It, it didn't affect anyone but me. I think this was the last time Dylan, like this was like Dylan's last, like getting fucked with moment in Europe. So wait, like yeah. to, just to just to back up before you do that, when we got to the hotel, I remember. So Nick and I claimed the bunk bed. I was on the bottom bunk bed. Nick was above me, and I think both of us passed out before we even hit the bed. Yeah. We felt gross and sticky and sweaty from all the walking, the humid air, but we it was like i don't care like i think both, all of us were like i don't care that we feel gross let's just go to sleep yeah we all we're like, we'll shower tomorrow like i don't even care i'm yeah. passing out I'm yeah <laughs> and then nick uh, sorry josh and dylan shared a bed and then and then what happens so basically i had fallen asleep it's maybe hour two hours after i fell asleep and i get woken up from josh shaking me <laughs> literally shaking me screaming we have to go the train is coming right for us we have to move and then i'm like i'm just so out of it it's like 5 a.m now and i'm like what and i just see him like oh sorry and then went back to sleep <laughs> and i'm sitting here now like wide awake like mind trying to process everything that just happened and i was the only one to hear it <laughs> yeah nick nick and i are out we i don't we i don't understand how thing. we didn't hear that yeah i i that that just goes to i mean i was i was like we screaming i was yeah, honestly screaming I, and and if you have to, you know you have to think about it like we started off so rocky with this trip so my mind is is, is thinking of all these bad situations <laughs> and, and i'm anxious like we're gonna miss the train so my mind's thinking about the train and i just wake up and I jolt Dylan. I'm shaking him. Jill. You know, the, the train's going to hit us. And I'm like, oh my God, Dylan, I am so sorry. And then I just, you know, go right back. Do you remember the dream at all that prompted it? What, Chas? Do you remember the dream at all that prompted it? No, just my mind. That's a little wild. I mean, it just it just goes to show like the stress that we were going through with those trains. Because like if if you were like you, I mean, obviously you were, you clearly were having a nightmare of missing our next destination. I mean that that goes to going to show that you were yelling, literally yelling, "We're gonna miss our train." So it just shows like the level of stress that your rail caused us in the in the beginning of that trip. But we, you know, we figured it out in the end. Like we 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 realized our our wrongdoing. I think the next morning we even went to like the station or something. We're like, let's just get our ticket now, get it over with, 
and then go enjoy Madrid. Like, let's just do it. Fuck it. And after that, Madrid, like the streets were clear. Like there wasn't a single bit of trash on the ground. I loved it. Yeah. It (laughs) It was was like like it didn't even happen. It was like, it was like no proof. It's all gone. You're watching the TV (laughs) in the lobby of them showing pride and we're sitting there like, we really walked through that for two hours to find this hotel. Yeah, and yeah. Walk out, and there's no trace of it ever <clears throat> happening. It was actually pretty amazing. Like you got to hand it to the staff who managed that pride in Madrid. Like it was just no, no, no evidence whatsoever. Yeah, once not we, a single once... piece of trash on the ground. Everything was clean. I think we even saw like a, an aerial, sh- like it was like a drone view or a drone shot yeah. of of it happening. And we were like, yeah, I think what Dylan said. We we're like, holy crap, we were in that last night. Like, yeah. how did we get to our hotel? But oh, it got man. pretty smooth I, after that. No, it did. It have, did. It definitely I, I did. I have video somewhere. I was filming the TV because I remember them showing it, and they had the numbers of how many people were in there. And I can't remember the number now, but it was on the video somewhere. And I just remember looking at the number, like, how is that? Like, how is that? It had possible? to be. It had to be more than ten thousand. Like, it, yeah. it oh, got by to a lot. Yeah. By a lot. Like, it, it, it was so crowded. Stay tuned for more Euro Squad specials. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.